0: been talking about um faith checkup for the last few weeks and i think this is a vital message amen it is a vital message i can't even begin to express how important this is this is what has brought personally and i to a city we didn't know people we didn't know a place we had never been and why share today, I'm looking at you because of what I'm teaching you. If I didn't know this, I would be dead by now. I don't, I'm not gonna talk about this now, but I'll talk about it later in my message. Um, you know, in the last say six years or so, six years in the last six years, I have seen about five people who were in this church die before their time. De- de- I'm talking about die and get buried. The last the the other the other uh, person died last week and left all their young kids. Now, I like to inquire of the Lord when those things happen. I say, but Father, what has happened here? Because I know it's not God's will for somebody this age. Now, I'm not talking, they, were, they, they used to be, but then they left. Okay, they were, but then they left. So when they passed on, they were not in the church, but they were outside of the church. So I'm going to explain to you some of the very, very key things God told me so that I can protect your life. It's quiet in this Catholic church. Amen. <laughs> Nothing's going to happen to you, but I need to guide you because <laughs> don't worry about yourself. I'm, I'm, I'm starting like this because these things are life and death. I'm teaching you life, and death. I know it. I know it because the Lord gave me a stern warning about my own life. So that's why. I am a big city guy. I love big cities. Amen. Put me in the middle of New York and have made my day. I I can move wherever I want to go in the world. But the reason why I can't be in that place is because God has not given me a aim for that place. And God warned me nicely, if you get out of where I've called you, you will not spend a year, you'll be dead because I need to take the anointing on your life and give it to somebody else. What I'm using to preach to you this morning is called an anointing. That's what I'm using to preach to you. That is why when I'm saying some things, you can hear them so clearly. You can say, wow, I read this scripture, but I never knew it like this. It's the anointing doing it, not Pastor Wellington. The calling comes with a badge. God gives you, it's like a policeman. When a policeman becomes, or a policewoman, when they join the force, suddenly they get a badge and a uniform. That uniform is the anointing, it gives them authority in the spirit or in the natural. Now, if this um, young, if this big, muscular guy comes in the, and you're going home now, he stands in the road and he stops you like this. How I many of you have figured out you don't want to stop? You don't know if he's going to hijack you, if he's going to shoot you. You would literally go past around him. But if this small little short lady comes with a police uniform, little metro, yeah, police uniform, and she comes in, this small little woman, short little girl, she comes and she does this. I don't care if it's a 24-wheeler truck, it will stop. Because she's got authority. In the spirit, you are given an anointing. An anointing is the power that when you come to a church, that anointing comes on your life. Now, because that anointing comes that anointing is like a big swimming pool. Whoever comes to jump into that pool, that church, now like this church in the Spirit is like a big swimming pool. Whoever jumps into that ministry and begins to walk with that ministry gets the same anointing. So you begin to prosper, your things begin to work because you are in that swimming pool. And sometimes when you are in that swimming pool, because you are getting nice and wet, you might feel, I am such a great person. I can do this on my own. Hello. That's when you step out of the anointing and you are not getting wet anymore. You dry out and things happen. There is a specific swimming pool for every human being on the planet not everybody is designed to be in this church they can have a house across from here but they were never designed to be here because the anointing here is not tailor-made for them do you know that if six ladies gave birth today in the same hospital do you know that you can't feed another person's baby with your breasts even though all the breasts have got milk because every milk that a mother's producing out of her breast is actually produced for that child and for the genes of that child. Oh, you didn't know that, ladies. Don't go feeding someone else's baby. You get what I'm saying? So the thing is. Amen. <laughs> hey just... Well, you didn't know. So the anointing is teaching you, understand? So this is the thing. So the stuff that I'm giving you is coming out of this anointing. And this anointing is the power that God gives me in the spirit to be able to communicate. And that anointing is what makes things more clearer, makes you see things clearer. And that's why God sends you. God sends you to an anointed place to break yokes in your life. He wants to break poverty. He wants to break sicknesses. He wants to break lack. He wants to break all kinds of things that were going to destroy you. He sends you to that anointing. And for every human being in the world, there's an anointing tailor-made for that person. Their job is to find out where that anointing is. The Lord warned me about this, and I told Pastor Lee, if I went to, if I left Trinity Christian Family Church, and I went to, to Dr. Allen Beck, to the bay, and I became a pastor in the bay, I will be going to church every day. I'll be pastoring God's people, but I'll still be outside of God's will because God has not called me to be a pastor in the church. And therefore, in God's eyes, I'm out of his will, even though I think I'm doing ministry work. (laughs) It's deep, isn't it? Some of us are trying trying to come out of the water. It's not about doing God's work wherever I am. Is Once you come to the kingdom, the Bible says he has placed every body part in the body. He has placed every part in the body. He, who's he? Jesus, the Holy Ghost, the Father, has placed a body part. He has placed a hand you can't just go anywhere any place doing god's work and you think god is happy about that it doesn't matter if you're doing god think about this family if i leave what i'm doing now and i go and i join bill winston in, in chicago because bill winston is a big church, and and i join him and i become one of his pa- of his pastors do you think god is happy leaving everybody here confused and i'm gone no even though i'm doing god's work over there just because it looks like god's work does not mean the anointing is in it my goodness it's like right now look i feel like i'm drowning in an anointing really what i'm preaching as i'm speaking this because i was not going to speak about this anyway so what is faith? Let's go to my first scripture I have to come out of this. And, and of course, I'm going to touch ab- on it later on in the message in the next few minutes because I'm in fact running out of time. I was summoned somebody and she said, time is already finished. And I said, yeah, it is finished. Um, I think, um, all right. Let's plug the scripture, Hebrews chapter 11 from verse one to three. Hebrews chapter 11 from verse one to three, you can put it at the back here. So it says, um, so it says, now faith is the substance. S-s- now faith is substance, is the substance. Faith is the substance of things, or for the evidence of things. So faith is substance. Substance in the sense, if you read it and you study the word substance, substance means a foundation. It's an undergirding. It's something that holds you up. It's substance. If you think about it, if you want to do banjo jumping, you need substance. You need the harness. Harness is the substance for the bungee jumping. So if you want to jump down the thing, if you jump without the harness, you're going to die. Okay? So even though we know we can bungee jump, but we are not ready yet to bungee jump until we are, we've got substance to hold us so that we don't fall when we jump. So faith then is the substance to the things you hope for. What are the things you're hoping for? God's promises. God's promises are the things you're hoping for. So if you go in there and you know that all your needs are met according to his riches and you're confessing that word. Even though you're confessing that word, you need a harness so that when you jump for that opportunity, you know for real that it's going to work because there's an undergirding. The Bible says now faith is substance. Without that substance, whatever you call faith won't work. Okay? Okay. I want to touch on some, because I want to talk. I'm going to be talking to you in the next few weeks about hearing the voice of God. So I'm just trying to give you a background. Let's go to the next slide because we've, we've spoken about these things, but I want to reiterate them again. Second Timothy chapter one, to, chapter one, from uh, verse three to five, it says, "I thank God." We're looking in the New King James Version. it Says, "I thank God, whom I serve with a pure conscience and." as my forefathers did, as without ceasing. I remember you in my prayers night and day for greatly desiring to see you, being mindful of your tears, that I may be filled with joy. Don't worry about all the other songs that I'm reading. Verse 5 is what I want you to get. When I quote remembrance, the... The genuine faith that is in you. The genuine. He uses the word genuine. He says, when I call into remembrance the genuine faith that is in you, which dwelled first in your grandmother. And he begins to talk here. It's, Paul, it's um, Paul writing here. And he says, if I look at the genuine faith. when he, Why didn't he say, if I look at the faith? He doesn't use the word, if I look at the faith. He says, if I look at the genuine. That word genuine means there's a fake. So you might think you are walking in faith when you are walking in fake faith. So you'll be speaking the word, calling things that are not, but yet still walking in fake faith. We know it because I showed you how God spoke to the Israelites and he says to them, go up. And the Israelites refused to go up. And then the time that God says, don't go up anymore, stay. They wanted to go up and they're confessing, we're going up, we're going to win. They went up, they lost. So there's a fake faith That you're confessing and confessing and confessing and confessing. And you think you've got faith because you're confessing. No, you don't get faith just by confessing. Confession prepares your heart to get faith. Okay? Confession prepares your heart to get faith. So I'm going to jump here because that's not my word for today. It's just a recap. So then the next slide says the Rema word is an offspring of the Logos word. Or the Rema word is a child of the Logos word. And and here, what is Rema word is the word that comes out of your confessions. Remember when you were born again. You were born again. Most people that are sitting in here today are probably born again. But all of you are at different levels in age in the Spirit. You can be born again 20 years, and you can be like a three-month child in the Spirit. Three months. Because your Spirit has never grown. Your Spirit has never increased. Your Spirit has never become bigger, you see. So the thing is, when you are confessing the word of God and you hear us saying, we are the head and you not know, the tail, we are above only and we shall never be beneath. And we are confessing Psalms, because Pastor has got many confessions daily. What we are doing is, we are feeding our spirits. Your flesh is already, your flesh is, can only be renewed the day that Jesus comes and you are glorified. Or if you die and you go to heaven, then you get a new body, a new flesh. This flesh is a new, a new body, right? But your body is old. Your body doesn't change. Your body stays the same. Your body is the one it is until Jesus comes. Your body is craving the wrong things. The only word that you can use to get your body to obey is only two. You can only use two words. Oh, one one word. And it's got two letters in it. N-O is what your body needs to hear. Or the time. No. Because your body wants to crave for things. Your body wants all the wrong things. You can be tempted, but being tempted is not a sin. Entering into that temptation is the sin. So you can be tempted, but dwelling on the temptation, enjoying the temptation, thinking about the temptation, acting on the temptation, that becomes the sin. Now, when you get born again, just because you are in front here and you are speaking God's word, you can't fool me. And it's amazing how many, many Christians are fooled. I don't care how old they are. They're looking for some prophet to give them a word. There's a prophet that will lead you down the path of death. I've seen prophets in churches. And people going into home sales, giving one another word. The word, God spoke to me about you. Oh, yeah, wait a bit, a minute. Before you tell me, thou says the Lord, I want to see your life.
1: Thou says the Lord, go, you got money for me. God says. Ah. <laughs>
0: that's Thou that said your stomach. Don't come here and tell me about the Lord no confession of the word of god and i'm speaking the word of god and i'm speaking the word of god and i'm speaking over my life daily listening to preaching being in church we're not telling you to be in church because god doesn't think you're such a special person the anointing that i'm releasing as i'm preaching which was tailor-made for you why do you think you're in Torty? why did why didn't god put you in new york if god knew hill songs in new york was your church why did he end up putting you in Torty? hello He put you here, evidently because the anointing you needed was in that place. My goodness, you see, see, people don't get taught this, and 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 so and therefore, your confessions are preparing you to hear the word of God. Without that, you can't make a move. I'm going to show you just now what I mean. Let's go to the book of John, chapter 11, from verse 1 to 6 in the KJV. John chapter 11 from the verse 1. What did Jesus say in John 5.30? He says, I do nothing without my Father. As my Father tells me, so I do. Jesus said, it does, does nothing. Okay. Now a certain man was sick named Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary and her sister Martha. It was that, it was that Mary which anointed the Lord with an ointment and wiped his feet with, with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore his sister sent unto him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom thou lovest is sick. Jesus loved this guy, but this guy was sick. Right? When Jesus heard that, he said, this sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified. Thereby he makes a confession. Watch what he does. Now Jesus loved Martha and the sister and Lazarus when the lord heard therefore that he was sick he abode two days still in the same place where he was now stay there jesus yes this guy is gravely ill he's really sick he loves this guy jesus stays two more days in the place where he was why doesn't jesus take his under i with all the bags and rush to the hospital Jesus doesn't rush to the hospital, he doesn't quickly go to see where Lazarus. Jesus stays there two more days because even though i make a confession that this will be god's glory but until i hear rhema i'm not ready to raise him up on that day i have to wait until i hear from god so that when i go off that day that thing is gonna work i don't care if i'm jesus i have to wait until i get the faith i need i get the harness i can't just jump down the bridge course without the other girding because i'll die in the banjo jamming I'm going to show you now here why I know he did that. So he are there two more days when the guy is sick. Many of us, when we hear so-and-so is not well, we don't even think we are in our car going. Haven't you heard people that in an accident on their way to an accident? So he, he yeah, he doesn't move without hearing the anointed rhema. Let's go to, to verse 41 in the Amplified. Verse 41. In the same scripture, but I just want to change it to Amplify, so it can explain it more expanded. Amplify it a bit more. So now here, Jesus finally goes to the grave. Remember, he stays there for two more days. He doesn't go when the last of us are still alive. But then here, Jesus arrives on the scene. Do-do-do-do. He gets there. So they took away the stone. Now, Jesus tells them, take away the stone. So they took away the stone, and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, watch here father thank you now don't miss this father i thank you that you have heard me where had he had him father i thank you that you have heard me go down to the vest you're gonna see here yes i know you always hear and listen to me but I have said this on account of and for the benefit of the people standing around, so that they may believe that you did send me, that you have made me your message. Now, this is what I want you to get. He says, The reason why I'm praying again here at the grave, the reason why I'm thanking you here at the grave publicly is to make them know that you already heard me. Jesus had already prayed during that two days. God already told him, Go in those two days. He was not praying in front of the grave to wake up Lazarus in front of the grave. God already told him then go to the grave and so he was praying what he had already heard when he prayed two days ago I hear what I'm saying so he hears that then he goes here yeah, watch what he said let's go to the verse, to, to the next um verses when he had said this he shouted with a loud voice who told him this lazarus come out who told him to say those words when he was praying those two days that he abhorred praying in the same place his father told him the way you, you you're gonna rise lazarus from the dead when you go there roll up the stone and call and say lazarus come out those are the words he was given he didn't just go there the hospital and lay his hands and say, come out, in Jesus' name, come out of the wheelchair. And that guy slumps back more because you never heard that from the father with a good old heart. I have to only hear what Jesus is saying. So he doesn't say, come out, because if Jesus said, come out, without putting the name, you'd have seen, you know, a thriller movie. Thriller thriller night you'd have seen those guys going everybody would have rose from the grave there were other people in the graves that are, if he said come out you'd have said you'd have seen hundreds of zombies come out that's how powerful he is he just used to use the name lazarus he had to call him by name because you wake, wake up the whole world you understand <laughs> so he says come out and lazarus comes out where did he get these words from his daddy? Uh, let's go to 34 because we're not And out walked the man who had been dead, his hands and feet wrapped in burial clothes, linen strips, and, and with a burial napkin uh, uh, bound round about his face. Jesus said to them, Free him of the burial wrappings and let him go. My point is, there were other people that had also died in the area. Because as you know, when people are dying in the hospital, there's not only one person who died today. There are many. Why didn't Jesus go to, 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 to Stambiso's house across the road to wake him up? And Spongiseni. And Bula Bula. Why didn't he go to all those, those houses? Because... His father never told him. And if he did, he could not have woken them up because he did not have the harness of the faith or the understanding for that person. Even though he had for Lazarus, he did not have for Paul. All right. Now, it brings us to the,
1: the last slide. So why do we have the Holy
0: Spirit? Why? The Holy Spirit bears witness with our spirit, giving substance to our belief. Why do we have the Holy Ghost? If confessing the word alone was enough, I take my scriptures, I begin to renew my mind, because the scriptures are mostly for renewing of your mind. The scripture tells you God doesn't want you poor anymore by reading it. The Bible says that those who love and serve him, they will live out all their days in prosperity and all their years in pleasures. The Lord says that the righteous shall flourish like a palm tree, and they shall grow like a seed in Lebanon. The Bible says those who are planted in the, in the courts of their God, they shall flourish like a tree planted by the waters. They shall still bear fruit in old age. So when I read that, I now have re- to renew my mind to realize God doesn't want me to die now. God wants me to bear fruit in old age. Even if I'm sick, I'm renewing my mind. My mind, I'm renewing my by confessing the word to me, I renew my mind. However, the word I'm confessing to me is not the rhema I need to change the situation, it's the confession I need to prepare for the rhema because out of the confession is born the rhema word. Okay, so now, but then if that alone was enough, if confessing was enough, why does God, you know, in heaven there's one throne which is not seated, is the throne of the Holy Spirit. All the three are seated with the Godhead. They're three in one. But the one is empty. Why? God will choose the Holy Spirit to come and stay in man. Why does God, God, the Holy Spirit is God. Why does not God come stay in man? With all your stinking attitudes, God wants to come stay in you. You're asking holy because it's Sunday, but I know you. You understand? Now I'm just playing. Someone is getting scared Yes. With all our attitudes, with all our pretense, with all our lies, with all our skinnering, our lying, with all our attitudes and everything that we do behind the scenes that nobody can see. Why does God take the stress of coming to stay in us?
1: Why? <laughs> if
0: faith was just confessing this Bible, then there was no need for the Holy Ghost because you'd have been complete on the planet. Because Jesus had already died. You had already got your ticket into heaven. You've got your bus ticket because Jesus died on the cross. If all God did was leave you a Bible. why does Jesus say, let me send you another? Another. He was the one, but another, just like me. Why? Another comforter. Because the Holy Spirit's job is to give you words. When you confess the word, I don't know if you guys, it's cool if you're not um, busy sleeping and watching your phone and playing on your phone. If you're studying, you'll realize that if you did biology, one of the things that you're taught about cows when you're looking at different animals and, and you know, especially if you're studying, like, the insides, the stomachs, and all of that, and, you know, the different, you, you will see there that one of the things that cows do when cows are chewing grass, they chew the grass, right, and the grass goes inside. Then the grass comes back again. You know that. They chew it into what they call a card. They, then they chew it back. It's like it's crushed twice. So it goes in and comes up. The same with the holy God, with the word you confess. You are made like that. The same word you are confessing in order for it to come back to you in power is chewed by you, then comes back from the Holy Spirit's side. Then it's chewed by you again. Okay. So it's, it's working in two ways. So you are speaking and it's coming out. Now, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit bears witness with our spirit, giving substance to our belief. The primary, primary way God is going to speak to a human being is called the inward witness, okay? An inward witness. Now, I don't want you to hear voices or to hear things that you're not hearing because people sometimes are led by their desires. This is what I've learned. 98, 99, I can even call it 0.9% of all my leading in my life I was led towards a way that didn't look promising. I was taken out of contracts worth millions to be brought down to a... Now, when I read the Bible, I figured out that Moses was living in the palaces of Pharaoh. God led Moses from a palace to a slave. Many people think they're being led by God because it's something that they want. God doesn't lead you by what you want. God doesn't lead you by your desires. God doesn't lead by opportunities. He doesn't. The only way God leads is by the inward witness. Many, many times, opportunities are fleeces. People say, you know what a fleece is? If I do this, God, you do that. If you try and throw fleeces with the Holy Spirit in you, you'll be fleeced, my friend. Fleeces were for the Old Testament when people didn't have the Holy Spirit. If you read the Old Testament, you see many times where this guy, um, you know, the, they will say to God, you know, if I throw this cloth over there, Gideon says, if I throw this cloth and it's wet, then when I wake up in the morning, then it's you. They were allowed to do that because there was no Holy Spirit. But in the New Testament, there's the Holy Ghost. When you do that, you are in witchcraft, when you throw places. If you say, if the dog barks three times, or if I see a little red flower outside my my, um. In my door when I wake up in the morning, God is talking. Don't tell me the devil can't send a dog with a flower in his mouth to drop it there.
1: He's got his way. Satan, let me tell you something. God does not also lead you by random scriptures. The devil can give scriptures and you can think he's God.
0: Do you know that Satan can give you scriptures? My God, it's, it's quiet. Go read Psalms 91. You will hear the God says that, I'll send my angels concerning thee, thou shalt not strike thy foot against the rock. You go to the book of Matthew, and you read about Jesus' temptations. The devil comes to Jesus, and he says, jump off the top of this pan- pinnacle, and jump down. And he says, then the Bible say that you give his angels concerning thee, thou shalt bear you up, and do not strike your foot against the rock. Satan gave Jesus, Uh, Pastor Wellington, I've got a scripture for it. I don't care. The only way that Jesus leads, the primary way, is by an inward witness. It's like a green light. It's like a check. It's like a knowing. It's like a you just know it. It's not something that I can explain. And, 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 and that check, that knowing, that green light is the faith substance that makes it work. Romans 8 from verse 14. Family, are you fine? I, is, is everybody okay? Are you doing, are you doing all right? People like, mm. I can hear the friends going. What I'm, I give you real food in this church. If you're going to some other church where you're getting candy, let me tell you something, man. You needed to get food, amen. Because we have adopted. Me, I'm very much on the authentic word of God. I'm not too much with this new age type of talk. Church becomes a new age thing. People will be talking about, you know, come to our church, you have got better coffee. You ain't getting no coffee, you hear you're getting the word. I think when Paul and them come, when Paul get to heaven, they'll be so you get to heaven, you'll be so embarrassed. I see people they come to church, you get a free coffee and a free muffin. Really? I want you to be so rich that you can buy your own free muffin and your own free coffee. You don't have to have it at church. Like those people that are coming to church, they were giving chocolate. They, they end up eating braids because that guy told them, eat the braids. They thought it would turn into chocolate. You know, see family, you're going to become so blessed that you can buy other other neighbor with chocolates if I keep on teaching you the word. Amen. You don't need to come for a muffin and coffee to church. You must come to hear the word. Come on, give the Lord a hand. Hallelujah. Right there, hear the word. All right. <laughs> For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons. Somebody say, the sons. Those that are led are sons, they've matured from children to sons. Those that are led by the Spirit of God, they are sons. Why does God put this scripture in the Bible if your faith could work without the Holy Spirit? It can't. Because it's the same Holy Ghost that will tell you, don't go to, even though you go Psalms 91, you're confessing it, don't go to the mall today using Psalms 91. Use Psalms 91 at your couch at home. Hello? You will bypass the accident. So as many are led by the Spirit of God. They are the sons of God. Go to verse 15. For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to bear, to to fear. But you have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba Father. Verse 16. The spirit itself, or in the new, you'll see some of the modern versions that said himself, the spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children. So this is how God speaks. You can see capitalized spirit and small spirit there. The capitalized is the Holy Spirit, the small one is, is you, the real you the spirit of man so god is saying my holy spirit bears witness with your spirit that's how i actually talk to you there's this green light there's this check there's this thing that how did we know this building do you know when we come to toti we had never heard amazon toti as a name when they called out who can start a church in amazon toti we said pastor Lisa, we're going to toti but we did not know toti I do not know whether Toti black people, white people, yellow people, green people. I did not know what color people said in Toti. We just said Toti, and we had a check in our spirits, and we left our business with 21 million rand contract, left everything, and came to Toti to start church in a storefront church where we knew nobody, and we came to Toti, and we drove our car in a road we didn't know. We turned here by the mall. Before the mall was there, we just turned and said, let's drive this way. We're all driving this way, rejoicing. We found a broken-down garage. We just parked our car at that broken-down garage, and we had no clue who broke, whose broken-down garage was it. As we stood there, we heard in our spirits, this is the place, and indeed, that was the place. We found the people, they did, we did, and we are here today. But we were led to a place we had never been before, never seen before. We are not ones, let me tell you, Pastor, listen, I didn't need na- we wanted nothing to do with church, in terms of pastoring it. We used to go to church. We used to attend church, but pastoring was the last thing on my food chain. You understand? Nothing. I didn't want anything to do. So, you know. But our calling is not one where we say, "Oh, really, pastoring will be nice." It was something that happened by accident, but it was the Holy Ghost doing it. Hello. So I'm not in this thing for money. That's why I don't earn from it. I was sent to this place. Okay. So so here. Well, I'm going to show you something. The Spirit itself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children. It doesn't say sons. It says children of God. Why? Because sons are the ones that have matured to hearing. Children don't hear yet. Sons have matured to the place where they hear. They're not being tossed to and fro by everything else. So they hear. So the f- the first primary way God speaks to you is gonna be by bearing witness. You you, you have a check, you have a witness, you have a knowing. It's not a thing you are concocting in your brain. You don't even look at the figures first. People go and they look at their figures. They look at everything. Mm. God is definitely telling me to get this job in Jobek. Wow, I was earning five thousand here. Jobek fifteen thousand. <laughs> he. It's God. You are not being led by God. You are being led by the money. Because Jesus gets offered by the devil just worship me, Jesus. I'll give you all the kingdoms of the world. Satan can give you money to mislead you. Hello? Now, I have to say this because I need to close. A gentleman passed away. Recently. I'm gonna name dates and stuff. He passed away recently. Very sad because of the kids young kids. Passed recently, as recently as the last few days, suddenly he died. Okay. I he had come to Toti all the way from wherever he came to because he knew nobody in Toti except us. He came here because we were here. Hello? Stayed here, got involved in the church, did whatever. I did, but After a while, obviously, you know, people come in the church and they influence sometimes. And those babies who can't hear the voices of God are taken off the wagon and they don't know Satan is leading them to their death. This is what I've learned with the different people that have died and I've watched and I've asked the Lord. The Lord says to me that sometimes people, when they are removed, Satan makes their lives look like it's going well because Satan can't give you money. He will make your life look like it's going well, but he knows it's going to kill you seven years down the line. So if you look at money as your guide, opportunity as your guide, it looks like you are waking, 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 but then there is death right there waiting for you, and you can't stop it because you have already set the law in motion. So now this gentleman passes on. Then I asked, he was in a church serving God. In fact, one of the guys told me they were about to put him as a pastor, this is where the Lord... So I, so I went to seek the Lord. I said, but why did this man pass away, Father? I said, his children were so young. You know, it's said when your kids are babies, okay? And the, you know, and the kids don't understand, where's my dad? So I said, but why did they pass on when you were so young? I inquired of the Lord because it troubled me, this situation. And these are the two ways get, I got from the land. I told Pastor Lee, God said to me, he did it his own way. You know what that means? It means that I had called him to serve with you. His anointing was under your ministry. His healing was with you. Just like Lazarus' healing was with Jesus, under Jesus. Jesus loved them, Jesus was with them. Since his healing was under you. I had called him to be with you. I had called him to be with you. But he got, he, he, He got good plans, and he walked out of the will of God. And even though he was in a church, even though he was serving God, even though he was doing what what he thought he was being called to do, even though he was still using his gift elsewhere, but he was outside of my anointing, he did it his own way. I've got people that work for me. I'll give you an example. If somebody that worked for me in this building decided to come and work at my other business on Monday. I've assigned them here. Your job is to come here and make sure everything is fine here, everything is okay. This is where you stay. They decided, ah, you know what? They want to go and do exactly the same thing at my other business. How many of you know that the boss will not be pleased? No, they're, they're looking after the new place over there. They're doing exactly what they're doing here, but in the wrong place. It's not about doing what you are supposed to do. It's about doing the right thing in the right way. That's where the blessing lies. And so the Lord said to me, he was out of my will, even though he thought, he said, he's with me in heaven. The Lord not me, he's with me. He was born again, he's with me. But as far as his life on earth is concerned, he did it the wrong way. He did it his own way. That's the way. that. And the Lord showed me people in the Bible that had died because they've done it their own way. One of them that I can give to you is Moses. Moses was supposed to go into the promised land. You know that. Moses did it his own way at one stage, and God said, because you've done this, you can't see the promised land, even though I love you, Moses. When you do God's things your way,
1: it won't end well with you. Telling you. When God puts you in a place, anyone, you need to realize, I was saying to Pastor Lee the other day, I don't know if you know the story of Ruth and Oprah. Ruth, you know Ruth? This ladies. And
0: Ruth, Opa, and, and Naomi. One lady cried about it, acted about it, and one lady went back to her people. But the one lady, Ruth, said, even if you chase me away, I will not go. Your people will be my people. Even if you kick my bum, I am not leaving. I will go wherever you go. Because she caught something. The only way I'll succeed is when I
1: stick to this anointing. If the Holy Ghost has called you here,
0: evidently He wanted you here. I don't go around saying, Oh, in fact, some of the people I'll meet them, they're friends of mine, we can even talk. I, I had no animosity between me and them, We're, we'll talk. Many times we we'll talk and we we'll laugh and we can even talk stories for them. and we we'll meet someone we can talk. There was not no beef. I got no beef with people, I gonna bed blood because I didn't die for them. So this is what the Lord told me to do. When people tell you God told them something, even if you are sure that I didn't tell them anything, don't warn them. They need to learn as they go. So when anyone tells me, God told me something, I won't answer. I won't give you a straight answer because I don't want to get confuse you. You end up, get what I'm saying? So sometimes I'll leave you on that path because I want you to go on that path and learn. I love you, but I, I'm not God. The way I stay saved, listen and I. I have had many opportunities, family, many. I was offered, I've been offered money. I've been offered business deals. Somebody even offered me a stake in trains. Somebody's doing trains. They said, what do you want a stake in trains? Metro Rail, no A guy took me, you know, this guy is busy with Metro Rail. You know, you can do a stake, you know. I'm um, Put this money in there. You can do a stake. Well, and, and that I didn't have that type of money to put in. He had the money to put in. So he went ahead and he put in four million rand. To this so called railway thing, you put in four million rand. He was convincing me. This thing looked convincing. Five years later, not one land has come out of that four, five, six years, and nothing has come out of that train business. He lost all the money. The same guy that had put 15 million together, this guy that put four million. Together they are 19 million gone. Because good opportunities are not always God opportunities. The only way I know I'm on the right track is when I' have got an inner witness, and the only way I can know what the inner witness is. Is I grow from a child to a son, and the way I can grow from a child to a son is to listen to the word, the word, the word, the word, the word, preaching, reading my word, preaching, reading my word, preaching, reading my word, preaching, reading my word, reading my word and taking counsel and listening to the people sometimes that, that God has put above me and hearing and listening and coming and getting involved and being in church and listening and as I hear, and not get spoiled. You must be cautious that Satan knows you think, Satan, you think Saturn can lead you to church. Satan can lead you to a Satan can give you words. Satan led Jesus to a temple. To jump off, To a temple. He didn't lead him to, to a temple. To, that's a church. Satan lead people to a church. This is the thing. When you are led to a church by God, and God puts you there, the next thing that's going to happen, Satan is going to come and tell you, become nasty. Sleep around, commit adultery, commit fornication, steal, lie, cheat. Do everything you can. Because you know what? After all, God's grace is good for you. That's not the witness talking. That's the devil. The devil can bear witness with your spirit and tells you, God, do that thing. Now, listen, the the devil can bear witness with your brain. I'll correct that with your brain. The devil doesn't have the ability to bear witness with your spirit because Jesus is in your spirit. But he bears witness with your brain. And if you don't know how to say no to the flesh, you will go right down the pathway of death. Everybody will be tempted in this church. Everyone, the holiest person has been tempted, Jesus. The Bible says Jesus was tempted in all points as we are, yet without sin. Why did he not have sin When they brought that beautiful whatever lady walking down the street with all the curves and all the look as she came down the street wearing a red hat jesus said no and N-O. oh." when they wanted to drag him to the club let's go to the club and let's go see what the people are doing in the world when they wanted to drag him to the club jesus said your flesh wants it. You're going to have to tell your f- flesh no because your flesh, Satan bears witness with your flesh that you need it. God bears witness with your spirit. So when you follow your flesh, you follow outside indicators. Oh, this has been done. Oh, that has been approved. Oh, that. that so you're looking at outside, indic- and it's getting approved. Why? Because Satan knows if I can, if they don't know how to hear me. We were led in places where it was contrary. I thought I was going to die. I thought I was going to be broke with no money. Broke. We were led to a place where all our cars were repossessed, and yet it was the witness we were following. We were left without a car. They drove all our cars down the driveway and they left, and yet God had led us to start this church, man. We had to pay a price. But we were led right down the pathway that looked like it's a pathway of death. But that was actually the pathway of life. Because the Bible says wide is the road that leads to death. But narrow. Little narrow road. It looks like I'm going to fall this way. But it's narrow. But yet you are being led in that narrow road not by opportunities. So the primary way God is going to lead you is by the Holy Spirit bearing witness with your spirit. A green light. A check. This is it. How does a person start a church? How do I know I had come to Deben from Cape Town? Who leaves Cape Town for Deben? If you know how beautiful Cape Town is, I tell you, my friend, you were in Europe that time, man. Oh, man. And we were not broke in Cape Town. We we're doing well. With a fake manufacturing, running, we we're doing very well. Cape Town. Oh, man, and that is a beautiful place. I'm telling you, what a front. Those places, I tell you, beautiful place. Who lives Cape Town? Devon is Nice. But if you want to be honest, it can't compare with the beauty of Cape Town. It's two different worlds. This is Africa, this is Europe. (laughs) God leads us from Cape Town to Devon. Shouldn't it have been the other way around? Because it's easier to be led to Cape Town because you like it. You like it. You are not led by what you like. You are only led by the inward witness. So the next few Sundays, we are going to talk then about how do I know is the inward witness or is just me.
1: Because everything
0: we have done with Pastor Lee is the leading of the Spirit. Two weeks ago, the Lord led me Put Jojo tanks at your house. Put everything. And JC did it for me. Connected everything, new pumps and whatever, whatever. So that when water runs out, you'll never be without water. You know, that thing can stay for another few days, whatever. Do this, you know. Put that habit in place. And lo and behold, yesterday, for about six hours, we had no water in Athlon Park. If you stay in Athlon Park, you had no water somewhere where you stay. We had no water. Guess what? They had no water. (laughs) Because the system that I have, you won't even know you don't have municipality water. It it pumps. Justin has got pumps everything. It pumps in. The Lord is speaking to me now. I want you to have solar roof. You don't rely on anyone outside. If there's no water, if there's a storm, you go for two, three weeks without anything. From outside so when there's no water everybody was complaining everybody was mourning and I was in the shower I was like "Mm." (laughs) I'm telling you now because everything has got pressured you understand what I'm saying I'm standing there in the shower and I said to jc i told him like you know I, I was asking him a few things and i don't i'm in mean goshen man i mean you know you know goshen is light in the darkness my water was working, even when the municipality came back the water i had to i realized by mistake it came back because i was not even looking at it why because we are we were well covered what i'm saying is when you've got the inner witness it will prepare you for things and you won't have to go through the drought with everybody else because you were told in advance about things that will happen even before it has happened. Now you are well covered. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Ah, I love you, Jesus. So my primary... Everybody stand. We're out of time. My primary purpose, primary purpose It's not to preach to you it's not to come to church every sunday it's not even my primary purpose on this planet is not even to minister on a sunday is to be led by the spirit of god i
1: don't
0: without being led so i don't buy a house without being, and i don't go wanting it first personally and i don't go to the garage and look first we don't do that we don't know to the looking for cars. Okay, what are we going to buy? We don't go shopping for a house. You know where we start? In our prayer room first. Father, do you want that car for me or not? I'm thinking of buying a new car, Father. But until I've an inner witness, I don't want the car yet. If you tell me no, I won't buy it. But if you have already seen it, you already like it, you are, don't want to hear no. You are like a child in a chocolate shop. It's a nice car, Father. Please. Now you are begging him. But when you already start in the prayer room, you are given a witness. That's what we do. That's why everything we do is always approved. Everything. We don't start in the garage. We start in the house. Then I spend my whole week listening to preaching. The whole entire week. There's not one day that goes in our lives without listening. Every day, Pastor Lee, sometimes we listen to over three, four hours of preaching preaching every day monday to saturday sunday ministry 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 the altar so oh, my spirit is so sensitive to the leading of the holy spirit every eye closed holy spirit move among your people today move among your people holy ghost every eye closed what is it that is troubling your life? What is it that you are going through? What is it that is breaking your breaking your life? What is it that you are going through? What is it that, that, that looks impossible? What is it? Today the Holy Spirit is going to answer for you, my friend.
1: All are fresh in this place. Mm-hmm. I don't know the words.
0: Every hand lifted our Family, this is life or death situation. Hearing the Spirit is everything for you. Father, I thank you for your people. Every eye is closed. There's going to be a move just now of the Spirit. You have been given revelational knowledge about the future. All is to do the work. Uproot everything blocking people from hearing you. Uproot attitudes, uproot um, addictions, uproot things in the spirits of people. That is blocking them from the ear to hear. Uproot every blockage in the spiritual realm. Uproot Father, it's about you, sir. As we uproot these things, we are walking in victory. We are walking in victory. We are walking in victory. All right. Everybody here that needs a clear leading in this day. You need a clear leading from the Holy Spirit. Please come out of your seat and stand in front here. I'm gonna pray for you. For Any situation you need a clear leading of the Spirit of God. I'm gonna help you today kick start the process of the ear to hear. I want you to stand, they're gonna make sure you're social distancing. I only do what I hear my father does. So that's why I'm calling you here. Because I wouldn't if the God, if the Lord doesn't prompt me, you want that leading of the Holy Ghost. Now I'm gonna kickstart your process, but commit to listening to word, commit to listening to Jesus, commit to walking with his word, commit to listening to tapes, commit. That's where it starts. Thank you, Jesus. Then we can encounter your grace, your love. Surrender, you are the oh, in this place. Alright, every hand lifted up. I'm going to pray a prayer of salvation just to make sure everybody here is born again and that you are right with God, and that you are on your way with God. I'm going to pray a prayer of salvation for you first, just to make sure that everybody is fine. Then we are going to, to kick start that thing, that's, that, that leading.
1: Pray with me, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for dying on the cross
0: for my sins. Today, I come to you. I give you my all. I give you all that I am. I give you my heart. I give you my soul. I give you everything that I have. Heavenly Father, thank you for sending the Holy Spirit to dwell in my heart, to stay within me. There is another person in me, the Holy Spirit, to lead me, to guide me by the way I should go. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Even today, fill me, Holy Spirit, to the full with who you are. Let me speak in tongues. Let me speak in another language. As you fill me, baptize me with fire, with your anointing, with power. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. Okay, we don't have time to do this now, but we can do it next week. Those that don't know how to speak in the Spirit are going to lay hands on you so that the, the, the baptism of the Holy Ghost can come upon you so that you can begin to speak. Because speaking in the Spirit, you're going to look at in the next few weeks, is one of the keys of hearing the voice and being led. And, and how you know, I'm not hearing voices and your conscience. Your conscience can talk to you and you can think you're talking to God. So don't be misled. You need, the inner witness is a very key hearing. But everybody can hear it here yeah, under my voice. It's key you hear it it's not a haphazard everything god just talks, it's it's a key that's why it's a witness you see the way it does it you just know it's god and the devil can't be is not able to duplicate that father today i thank you for all those that stand now before you holy father I only do that which you tell me to do, Father God, and I do nothing without you commanding me to do it because you are the one that is doing it, Father. I want no glory whatsoever for whatever happens to these people. Their breakthrough, their open doors, their instructions. I want no part of it, Lord, except what you have given to them. I thank you this day that even now you are giving them an unction and knowing a witness in their spirits. So loud that they will know what decision to take, what way to take, which way to turn. They will have a clear understanding as you lead them. Satan, I now rebuke you concerning this that I hear. I rebuke you. I bind you. You've got no authority whatsoever to come in with a manufactured voice, a fake voice, a fake leading, a fake scripture, something that you draw out and just give to them. No, no. We have got an inner witness just like you had when you came down that mountain, Father, and you said to the devil, men shall not live by bread alone. You got that from, from your inner witness, even though he gave you Psalms 91, but you replied with Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 20, and you said, you shall not live by bread alone because see you're the witness i pray that they they that stand before me here receive a witness from the spirit for that which they are believing god for as they receive a witness they walk in power they walk in the glory of god they walk in the anointing of god listen god will never lead you to marry somebody else's husband that's not god leading you because i've had people say now god told me God will never lead you to marry somebody else, but God will never lead you to divorce. There are certain things that God will not lead you to do, okay? Unless if your spouse is abusing, hitting you, doing stuff, or whatever, there could be exceptions in terms of someone who's being abused, somebody who's being hit, somebody who's being, you know. Um, but if it's just your flesh wanting it, be careful that you're not led by your flesh because it's a dangerous thing. Pray this prayer with me, then JC, you can come at the same time. Heavenly Father, thank you. I have ears to hear this day i am led by the spirit i know exactly what to do i have got ears to hear i cannot be deceived i have got ears to hear i am being led by the spirit thank you jesus for leading me today i have a witness witnessing with my spirit i develop from a child to a son i hear i understand the things of god nothing will take me by surprise because i'm led by the spirit in jesus name come on give the lord a hand hallelujah